A narrative poem about the end of the world and a cat. So I guess the world is ending. I really wasn't expecting it even when all the signs have been dangling in front of my nose since December. Maybe I'm just dumb, or maybe it's just impossible to feel like anything can be a legitimate danger when you've just turned 16 and the only thing you're worried about is yourself. Or maybe I thought nothing of a deadly disease sweeping across foreign land, because I live in America, and what could possibly happen to America? I should have known from the moment that senseless orange man said we have nothing to worry about, that we were fucked. But I mean, we're number one after all made bulletproof with all our bullets. And of course, this was China's problem. Well, it turns out it's not just China's problem. And now the whole world is crumbling into a million little pieces and no one seems to have the answers. But that's not the story. The story is that when my sweet cat died of his third grueling round of cancer when I was in middle school, I was absolutely devastated. He was like a little furry reflection of myself all lazy and mopey, never wanting to get up and never wanting me to move either. He was the perfect soulmate for my sixth grade, insecure, anxious self, with hair that was too long for me and acne I still can't do anything about. He left a feline-sized hole in my heart that I've wanted to fill ever since. But my family moved to a house much too nice for us and got a dog much too crazy for us and there was absolutely no room for anyone else. But then, the world ended. It happened all at once. One day, I was taking the train home and feeling a bit paranoid about the germs that were probably festering on this very seat, used by so many people that I would never know of and trying to solve the factorial for the amount of asses that have touched every high school chair along with mine in my little free time between classes. And then the next day, Everything was shut down. My whole family confined to our much too nice house designed for people far classier than our messy and chaotic lives with our much too crazy dog who couldn't be happier that the gears of the world appeared to be jammed. We worried about the economy. We worried about our health. We worried about our gentle grandparents. We worried about the next time our butts would be so lucky as to collect bacteria from repugnant, unclean seats on public transport. Because at least that would mean there were other people. And at least that would mean everything was normal. But there was one good thing to happen out of this scary, catastrophic mess of a time. My mom finally caved and let me get a cat. There were some ground rules. We decided that he was to live in my room and only my room that he was to have absolutely no contact with our rambunctious dog, that he was to be completely my responsibility, that people could come into my room and pet him anytime they wanted, and finally, that this was only temporary. We would foster while we had the time, but give him back after this whole crisis had faded into the back of our minds and we could all go back to the good old days of underfunding healthcare and feeding an economy that always seems to benefit only a few of us. So my mom found a woman after extensive internet research who had a cat that needed a home. She didn't know its age or its gender. He was a complete mystery to us, an arranged marriage. After a rather circular conversation, dissecting the pros and cons of spontaneous temporary cat adoption during a worldwide crisis, 
we decided to say yes to this cat without a name or a home. Because this mysterious plague was spreading like wildfire, I only briefly talked to the woman in the red Mini Cooper who drove, who dropped off the cat on our porch before she drove back down our absurd driveway. It turns out the cat is named Mister and he is 12 years old. It turns out he is a bit overweight. It turns out he is objectively one of the most beautiful animals I have ever seen. It turns out he had been abandoned in a little house south of Sacramento with no food or water and no one to love him. Ever since, we've wasted our days together, neither of us gaining any particular talents or interests in our abundance of free time, but instead just simply enjoying each other's company. I've learned that he can be grumpy and occasionally sporadically violent especially at three in the morning. He learned that because I can never seem to fall asleep at a normal hour, his feeding times are rather irregular. But if he really wants something bad enough, he just needs to meow at me with enough conviction and I'll eventually do whatever he wants. In all the craziness of the world right now, we both found a new friend. This virus has caused fear and it has caused fatality. It has caused the economy to concave onto itself and fracture under the weight of so many who are lost and afraid in this moment. It has caused loneliness and quite possibly damage that can never be undone. But it has also caused me to find this shy, beautiful cat who would never have ended up in our family if it wasn't for this awful catastrophe. I don't know what to make of these scary times and I don't know what to make of people who just abandon cats in houses with no apprehension. But at least Mr. has a home, if only for now, and at least I have a sweet, soft friend who I can hold close to my heart in these chilling times.